Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, hello, and Happy New Year to you. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode. So as we are starting off in 2024 with a renewed sense of self, a list of to-dos, and some resolutions on things that we are going to make sure we look to either tackle, address, cover, or resolve in this year, I wanted to make sure that the first podcast episode for this year was one that kind of spoke to what I feel like should be the believer's mindset as we're entering into 2024. So let me just first start off by saying thank God for allowing us to be here and thank God for blessing you with another year. How about that? Let's start there. So as I was sitting in contemplation and meditation with God on what to cover and how to cover and thinking about the idea of wanting to kind of start this podcast episode with conversation and dialogue on just doing somewhat of like a reset and a positioning for us to start the year off right on the right foot. So in the course of me kind of meditating on what I'd like to do, of course, I always go to God and say, okay, God, this is what I'd like to do. What do you want me to do for this episode? And what should it look like in terms of sharing information with those who are listening. And what came to me, interestingly enough, came in the course of me having a conversation with one of my prayer partners. And she said a phrase to me and it just resonated with my spirit. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. That's it. That's it right there. And it just stayed with me. So I went back to God. I said, okay, God, I want to use this phrase for that first podcast episode for 2024. And I began to spend a little bit of time there with that. And the Lord gave me permission to kind of move forward there, which is what has brought us to this point. So now that I've given you all of that backstory on what I want to talk about with you today, let's go ahead and make the transition into that discussion. I'd like to start off with just painting a picture in your mind before we kind of delve more into the topic itself. Imagine, if you will, or go back for those of you who can, because not all of us may know how to do this, but I want to at least kind of still paint the picture. Go back to the first moment in time where you were, for those of you again who can, learning how to swim. And I want you to just think for a second about the process that was required in order for you to get to the point where you could actually swim without assistance, either in terms of someone helping you and holding you up or some sort of flotation device. So I want you to go back and capture that moment of feeling that accomplishment of being able to swim. It's a big deal. It's a big accomplishment. I can remember that moment for myself like it was yesterday. But now I also want you to think about, and I don't know about for some of you, but at least for me, on the very same day, that I learned how to swim, our swimming instructor took us to the deep end of the pool and made everyone jump off of the diving board. Now, granted, she was in the water right at the bottom of the diving board, right? To catch us, like to make sure that we were good to get to the edge, but they made us jump. And I didn't understand that because at this point, I, I probably was all of nine years old. And in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, I just learned how to swim. Why are you making me jump off of this diving board into the deep end of the pool? Like, really? Even though you're there waiting for me 
to catch me or to help me if you see that I need to help. It was just the idea that I was wrestling with. But still being a child and very much possessing rather a child's mind, I didn't sit with it too long. And when it was my turn to go, I ran and and just kind of, I literally just took a running start. And from the end of the diving board to the edge over the pool, I literally just ran and it even was a jump. I just kind of just ran off the edge into the water. And I remember I hit the water. And of course, you know, every time you jump into the pool, the pressure, the inertia, I guess, from you jumping in, it pushes you back up. So I go in and immediately, you know, you feel the push of the water kind of push you back up to the surface. So once I hit the surface from jumping in, I immediately started doing what I've been taught to do like not even an hour before. So she came over to me because I wasn't moving, right? I was kind of on top of the water, but I wasn't moving. I distinctly remember her. And you all, let me just say, this wasn't the nicest woman instructor, but she was effective. She came over to me and she pushed my head down. She said, head down. And she pushed my head down in the water. So once she pushed my head down, I started moving. And so she pushed my head down and I started moving and I swam to the edge and I climbed out. Now, did I like her pushing my head down? No. Did I think she was nice when she did it? No. But was it effective and did it help? Yes. Did it get me to the edge of the water? Yes. Was I able to get out? Yes. Even though I didn't like what she did, there was still a sense of comfort because I knew that she was still there in the water with me. Even though her approach could have been a little bit nicer in that instance, the purpose was still accomplished. And that is, I jumped off of the diving board on the first day that I learned how to swim into the deep end of the pool, and I swam to the side and got out without help. So that was a huge accomplishment. So now that I've painted that picture for you, I now want to draw several analogies again as we are launching into 2024 in this new year and this new idea of starting things on a new foot. I want to take that same picture that I just painted about my swimming experience and draw an analogy to our relationship with God, right? Again, we're resetting our minds, we're refocusing, we're repositioning. Every new year is a chance to start the year off January 1. We still got 364 days remaining in this year to get it right, to accomplish what we want it to accomplish, and to do it in the way that we envision. Hopefully, because understanding it sometimes the way we want to do it and the way God wants us to do it don't always necessarily look the same. But nevertheless, as I'm going back to my picture that I painted about learning how to swim, jumping off into the deep end and being confident that even when I did that, even though I was afraid, I was still going to get to where I needed to be for safety purposes because I possessed the requisite skill set and I was prepared to do just that. So I want to touch on three key topics as we move into my topic of discussion for today, which is launching into the deep. So The three points that I'd like to kind of address with you as we launch into the deep, as we move into 2024, because when you think about launching into the deep, right, you're launching into something, and I don't know about for you all, but it paints a picture in my mind of launching or venturing out into something that is unknown. You don't really know what you're launching out into, but you're still doing it nevertheless. As we're entering into 2024, we are not sure about what 2024 is going to hold for any of us, but we're doing it nonetheless. We're launching out into the deep. And just as I was painting the picture with the analogy of me learning how to swim, I want you to just think about in terms of our relationship with God, what launching out into the deep should look like going into 2024. Now, of course, these are just recommendations and just little nuggets and tidbits 
of thought for consideration that I hope that you feel that they resonate with you. If you feel that they're relevant, that you will wholeheartedly take hold of and apply as you deem necessary. So as we are launching into 2024, we're launching into the deep, we're launching into the unknown. It is important that we remember as believers a few key points that I want to focus in on with you. First key point is preparation. I know when I said a minute ago, as I was jumping off of the diving board into the deep end of the pool, I did not do so without first learning how to swim. And what gave me the assurance that I was going to be okay to an extent, not fully, but just to an extent, was the fact that I did know how to swim. I wasn't sure how I was going to apply that because I'm jumping off of a diving board, but the second nature kicked in because I knew how to swim. So without a doubt, when I came up, I just started doing what I'd been taught to do, what I'd been prepared to do. And so to that end, as we enter into 2024, and we're launching into the deep. I want you to take stock of your expectation of God in this year, but more importantly, take stock of where you are in your faith. Because I think what's most important for us is we're starting anew and afresh is to make sure that the faith is solidified rather than what we are expecting God to do. Understanding that we cannot expect God to do something for us in this new year that our faith is not prepared to meet. So as we're talking about preparation and we're talking about making sure that our faith is prepared for what we are expecting God to do for us on 2024, I want you to take stock of what you've done in 2023 in order to show up your faith so that it is prepared for whatever it is that you are hoping that God will do for you on your behalf or even on behalf of someone else because of your ask in 2024. I learned how to swim before I jumped off the diving board into the deep end. I had the basic skill set before I took that next step. Do you as a believer possess the basic skill set by way of your faith, by way of having done your work to make sure that your faith is solidified and grounded in such a way that you can take on and you are prepared to take on the expectation that will be required of you in faith to do what you're asking God to do for you? So by that, I mean... Are you reading your word? Are you short up in your word? Are you minding the things that come out of your mouth? You're believing in God to do something in 2024. I'm sure you already have a list. You're believing in God to accomplish some things for you in 2024. As you're going over your list, is your faith prepared to take you to the place that you're asking God to get you to? It's never a question of whether God is able to get us to a specific place. The issue always lies with our ability to trust God enough to get us there. It wasn't enough for me to jump off of the diving board. I kind of knew that I had the basics. It was like trusting that I have what it takes when I jump off this board to help me get to the side of the pool. You're asking God to do something for you. Are you prepared to do your work, do your part to make sure that you are meeting God at the expectation that is necessary in order to bring you to what you are asking him to do for you. And so what that looks like for each person is going to be different, which is why I reference, are you short up in your word? We can't expect for God to move if we don't know what his word says, right? Where is the word reinforcement in the belief? 
Where is the word that you're praying out and holding on to when you're asking God to do these things for you? We have to know the word of God. We have to have that basic line of connection in order to reinforce the faith that is necessary to do whatever it is that we will be asking God to do or seeking God to do on our behalf. So are we prepared? Are you prepared? And if you're not, say I'm not. But by this very same token, if you're not prepared and you can own up to the fact that, you know what, I got to work on this a little bit more. Then I also think to that end, depending on what your ask is of God, you really need to ask yourself, if I'm not prepared by way of my faith, if I can see that I have kinks in my faith, if I can see that my faith is not short up, if I can see that I still need to work on what I speak and what comes out of my mouth, followed by an ask. Like, if I, am I undoing the ask by virtue of my speech? Is the moment that I run into something that doesn't look right and doesn't line up with the ask or presents an issue or obstacle to the ask, am I undoing the ask with my mouth and my actions? Am I complaining because it's not happening? Am I complaining because I'm confronted with an obstacle? Am I beginning to doubt Because now it's not happening in the way that I thought. It's not moving as quickly as I thought it would. It's not coming to fruition how I thought. I'm running into a lot of issues with getting it to the point where I wanted it to be. So is God truly going to do it for me? Are you beginning to doubt and even undo the ask following the ask? Are you not going back to the preparation that is necessary to make sure that faith remains intact? Are you checking yourself when you realize that you are going off track with your faith walk? Are you keeping your faith walk in order? Are you keeping your faith walk in alignment? Are you keeping your faith shored up such that you maintain that expected level of faith to bring about what God is asking of you? Are you doing that? So the challenge in 2024 is to make sure that not only are we prepared in mind, but we are also prepared in spirit. By that, I mean, as we're going into 2024 and we're asking God to do things on our behalf, we are making sure that the ask and the faith that we demonstrate in association with that ask is such that we're not undoing the ask with our words. We're not undoing the ask with our actions. In fact, we're reinforcing the ask with what we say, with what we do. We're not allowing ourselves to be moved when we confront a difficulty that might slow down what looks like us getting to the ask. We're not allowing ourselves to be distracted, to begin to doubt when we're confronted with an obstacle that makes it harder to seek out the ask. We're not allowing that because we are prepared to step off into the deep end. We are prepared to step off into the unknown. And when we're stepping off into the unknown, just as I jumped into that water, only knowing what I did to swim, we know when we're stepping off into the unknown, we can just trust that God will take care of it because he's waiting for us to believe in him and to trust him with the very thing that we are asking. He's waiting on us to trust him to give it to us. Just like that woman, my swimming instructor, was in the pool. She was watching me jump. She was watching me to see me exercise what I had learned in preparation for that moment. But she was there as the help and resource in the event I needed it. And so as we're launching into the deep end, point two We got to remember that no matter where we are, God already saw that we were going to be there before we got to it. 
No matter where we are, God already knows what we needed in order to be prepared to be there. So he's waiting for us in the water as we're launching into the deep end to render the aid and assistance necessary if we need it. But he already knows what we may have need of. And the sheer fact that we are willing to trust him enough to take that step and launch ourselves into the deep end reinforces our faith that he is who he says he is and that he has us. So you got to think about it from that perspective. Just like that woman was there in the event I needed her, God is always there. He's always there. There's never a circumstance or situation that you can confront where he's always there. And unlike that swimming instructor, God is omniscient. Whereas she couldn't predict how I would hit the water, what I would do when I came up, but she was there to be a help. God knows what you're going to do before you jump, what you're going to do when you get in the water, what you're going to do when you come up. He's going to know already how you're going to swim, where you're going to struggle if you struggle at all. He already knows all of that. And so for us, the reminder there is the trust. The reminder there is to not be moved by the anticipation of the unknown The idea there is to trust in spite of the unknown because he's already there. He already knew that you would come to that point and he's simply there watching and waiting. I'm here. I already know when you're going to need my help. I already know what the help looks like that I'm going to render. Trust me to help you when that moment comes. Trust me to help you push you when you need to be pushed. Trust me to remind you when you need to be reminded. She reminded me to put my head down. I put my head down. I started to move. I got to the edge of the water. I got to the side of the pool safely. Trust God to be there when you launch into the deep end. So not only are we trying to prepare ourselves back to point one, point two is further reinforcement of our faith. We are trusting that God will be there when we do it. We are preparing ourselves to do it. We're making sure our faith is ready for what may be required to bring about whatever it is that we're asking of God. But we're also trusting that when we do it, he's going to be there if the moment should arise where there's a struggle, an issue, an obstacle, he's there. And so we can trust even in the stepping off that where we may falter, he's still there to buoy us up and to get us to the destination point safely. So in conclusion, because I don't want to be redundant, I don't want to create like a circular type discussion. I just want to remind you again, like I said before, that the purpose of my podcast is not to point out all of the flaws and issues that a person or individual possesses, but rather to simply identify those areas where In the course of our walk with God, we can just simply fall off track and understanding that no one is perfect, right? A huge part of the purpose for the podcast itself is just to reinforce the idea that it is okay to not always get it right. But I always want to challenge you in your pursuit of seeking out God, understanding that it is okay to not always get it right. Be mindful of those moments where you may not be getting it right. And what I'd like to do is give you thoughts and ideas and tidbits and nuggets of information here and there to help you with getting it back on track if it isn't going right. And so what I hope to accomplish with today's episode is we are beginning a new year afresh 
It's just to provide some reminders and to give you some information on ways to take stock and inventory of ourselves as we make our list and create our resolutions of what it is that we want to accomplish in this year. Understanding that in making that list, we are basically telling God, particularly for the things that we are looking to him to help, that we are going to trust him with the unknown as we step off into the deep end. We're going to trust him to know that we are prepared, God, to trust you, but also we're prepared, God, to trust you with what we don't see, to trust you to meet us, to trust you to be there, and more importantly, to trust you to get us to where we're asking you to safely with the understanding that even if we don't arrive in the way that we envision, even if we don't arrive at the time that we thought, we're going to trust you nonetheless with how you respond to our willingness to step off into the deep end. So as I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. Faith can't be proven if it is never tested. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.